0: So, Sam, great to meet you. And you. Nice to see you. had a really nice little session trying your guitars earlier on.
1: Thank you, thank you. Uh, it's always good when to, you kind of come to these shows and have someone try them and actually like them and yeah. enjoy playing them um, because most of the time, stuck in the workshop. Yeah. And you don't get to meet people and uh, it's a bit of a lonely business. it? Into- <laughs>
0: So you've brought in your studio. Uh, this, is this is a performance series uh,
1: guitar that I've got. Um, steel string acoustic, um, so it's kind of really good guitar for um, the guitarist that is gigging about all the time. Um, I mean, I've got a few of these on tour with people at the moment, and uh, every time they plug in, sound guy, perfect every time. Yep, yeah, nothing to do, nice. and uh, it's easy setup for the musician really, and five minutes sound check done. Uh, and uh, that's the kind of idea with this guitar—is that you can just plug in, play it, and it sounds great. But it does sound great as well acoustically. Um, and it's got a polyurethane finish, um, so it's pretty hardy. Um, yeah. Can go through quite a lot of abuse. And uh, I mean, setups always going to be fine as well because of the truss rod and the carbon fiber in the neck.
0: Right, carbon mm. fiber truss. Nice. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I've have uh, with all the experience that I've had. Um, you see uh, a lot of steel string guitars in repairs that are getting with the amount of curve and the amount of adjusting on the truss rod that you have to do um, and I've had uh, these guitars um, like this for well over five years and never had one where it's needed to adjust the truss rod, it's been absolutely wow. fine so um, they do stand the test of time with the carbon fibre yeah. uh,
0: Is that a 2 way truss rod?
1: Uh, no it's a one way uh, mm. for tightening and then either side you've got a carbon fibre rod um, so, I mean, it doesn't budge at all. Um, I mean, when I first finished the guitar, set it up, I have it just tightened, literally, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't need much more than that. Um, as I said, doesn't need ever adjusting until, I don't know, a long time down yeah, the road.
0: Yeah. You were telling me you loaded it up, brought it here, it's been sitting out there, and it's still in tune.
1: Yeah, yeah, so this one I finished uh, a couple of days ago, literally the day I was driving up. Um, pretty good timing. Um, Put it into June and it's spent the whole journey up here whole day here as well and it's still exactly in tune So not bad Um, And it's one of my favourite guitars that I make
0: Uh, So did you start with steel string or did you start with nylon string?
1: I actually started with uh, nylon strings because I was a classical guitar player um, And the first guitar I made was a nylon string um, And learning the Spanish method Uh, going from there and then translating that into the steel string world Um, and I like to think I build the steel string guitars with a hint of classical uh, about them and that kind of just um, romantic kind of sound Mm. (laughs) which I quite like. So Uh, you
0: you do use the Spanish heel on steel string? I do use the Spanish
1: heel Um, for me it's easily the best join Um, no budging in it whatsoever Uh, and For me, it's the most enjoyable, Uh, apart from when it comes to finishing. I think it's easier to finish a guitar when it's in two parts.
0: (coughs) Yeah. That's a beautiful instrument. (laughs) Thank you. And your pickups, how do you...?
1: Uh, Well, so, I mean, I go through a long, lengthy process of uh, choosing the right pickup for the guitar and then building the guitar around that pickup. So me and a friend of mine, um, he's a very good guitarist, and he is pickup mad, so we send... Uh, we're getting loads in uh, to try try them out, um, decide on which one we want to go with and then go from there yeah. um, so on this one you've got the LR Bag Stage Pro Anthem um, so on the side as well you've got all the controls um, so it's very easy to use uh, and that allows you to control the bass, treble, mix, phase, everything on there, notch, filter and it's got a tuner involved as well and is that make um, and yes, yes yeah, so you've got the piezo under the saddle and a mic on the inside yeah. of the guitar, so it's good having the mix um, found that if you don't have the microphone in there you tend to get a bit of a, a zingy sound to the instrument which isn't as true as what it would be acoustically yeah. Um, yeah. so that's always been the aim is to get a pickup that basically translates perfectly from acoustically yeah. to amplified um, and it's the same with the performance series of the nylon string that I have the nylon crossover, just creating the exact same sound but on an amplifier is yeah. very difficult so I spent the t- past two years researching pickups on that um, and chose one that is, is easily the best mm. um, so we created a guitar around that and that's the uh, first one was made um, about six months ago um, and it should be on the website soon Yeah.
0: Okay, It can be a bit of a, a holy grail quest, trying to find pickups oh and preamps yeah. and
1: yeah, so many people make them. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, do you have a? Is it the one that you always go to, or
0: I have the bags anthem. Yeah. in my gigging guitar. Yeah, uh, I've got a lyric and another one, so that's just the microphone part. Yep. Uh, but I don't really gig with that one, so I can't yeah. comment on that. But.
1: but that's the thing with the with when it's just the microphone, you get a lot of feedback when you try to really mm. turn the volume up. Um, whereas with the uh, stage pro and the anthems, it's. Uh, you don't get any feedback whatsoever, it's very good, yeah. very good.
0: It's the first pickup that has been hassle free for me,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: And I've had a lot of hassle over the years,
1: <laughs> I bet. <Yeah. laughs> We've all been down that road. <laughs> uh,
0: so, you mentioned a crossover guitar there,
1: this yeah. So, the nylon crossover, I wanted to bring a guitar basically from my roots of the classical guitars, which I still make as well. Um, but I see more and more steel string guitarists wanting to play nylon strings now. But hate that chunky neck mm. and the I'm traditional feel. Yeah, <laughs> so I wanted to bring um, the kind of radius fingerboard, uh, slightly thinner nut, um, and make it easier to try uh, to just switch between the two. Mm. Um, and I feel it does, yeah. And it's very traditional sound still from the nylon strings, but a steel string feel to it. Yeah, yeah. it works quite nice.
0: So what's the the nut width measurement on that? Uh,
1: Forty-eight or forty-nine. Yeah, so it's. Um,
0: was a bit wider than.
1: Yeah, because I mean, fifty-two is traditional on a classical, and mm. a lot of steel string players like to bring the thumb all the way around, yeah. which is very difficult on a traditional classical. Yeah. So, just bringing that tiny bit in makes a big difference. Yeah.
0: Mm. And you still play? Uh,
1: uh <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> if if I've, I've got my heart set on a piece that I want to learn, I will sit down for a solid week and just learn it and that's kind of my break from guitar making yeah. for a little bit and uh, I'll just learn to play again um, and every guitar finish I, I do play it mm, for a yeah, good couple of hours yeah. and just enjoy it really
0: So yeah. what took you from playing into to building?
1: Um, I started getting into woodwork at school at the same time um, and my teacher actually had a half built guitar and a fully built guitar and uh, I was like, oh, quite quite fancy that um, and decided not to apply to university and just went and did a short course in guitar making in Totnes and uh, absolutely loved it it's time 't stop since yeah. um, I tried other courses in furniture making and things like that but yeah. I think the f- idea of making something that you can look at and feel but also makes a sound is is pretty amazing really um, yeah, yeah. and that's what drew me uh, to it even more
0: OK and the the shows travelling around country visiting different trade shows and stuff yeah do you enjoy that
1: I do I do enjoy it actually um, with the lockdowns I soon realised how much I missed it um, yeah. and as a business as well how much I missed it and meeting new customers um, so this year I, w- I said to myself at the start of the year I said anyone asks if I want to do a festival I said I'm, I'm going to do yeah. it um, so I've done quite a lot this year um, and I've kind of brought a few different varied uh, guitars along with it and Mm. uh, the feedback's been very good so um, and orders coming from that as well so it's nice.
0: I'm surprised I've never bumped into you. Uh,
1: No I don't venture up to Scotland too much. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah I tend to do the ones uh, down London way and down south as well but um, sometimes do the Big Guitar Weekend in Glasgow as well.
0: Okay Mm. so you know Oscar Berman?
1: Uh, I've not met him before, actually. Um, I thought he was meant to be here this I thought time. Thought he
0: was meant to be here as well.
1: Maybe a story behind it. I don't want to speculate, but you know, because
0: <laughs> he only came on my radar fairly recently mm. when I saw a post on the what's it called, Acoustic Soundboard UK.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. On there, mm.
0: and a friend of mine that he's the admin of the forum, Martin. I think knows, he did he the knows same knows
1: course. Oscar must have done the same course as me in Totnes. Um, So we've got a connection there, but never actually met. So um, it would be interesting to meet him. Um, But yeah, I do that big guitar weekend one, and Alan Neve, who is here this weekend, he organises all of that, and that's predominantly classical, really. Um, So enjoy that; Uh, it's a nice side of things, um, just doing a classical festival on its own. Mm.
0: And Adrian, I saw you were having a wee blather with Adrian earlier.
1: Yeah, Adrian Lucas. See him everywhere now; all these shows. and uh, yeah, Adrian taught me at Newark for a year, um, so I picked up a lot of advice from him. Um, I mean, I've been making over twelve years now, so it's um, this is quite a while ago. Um, but we've been in touch ever since. And if you ever need a, a bit of advice, he's yeah. always on the end of the phone. So it is it is good having him here. Yeah,
0: yeah he's he's a kind of stalwart of the vintage yeah. building <laughs> Don't scene.
1: tell him that; it would be, be a bit depressed about that.
0: No, I, think, <laughs> I think I first met him in. It's Probably 2005.
1: Is that what it was? Yeah. At one
0: of these gatherings at the RMMGA, yeah, 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 I was telling you about.
1: God, I'm trying to think what I was doing in 2005. It wasn't guitar making, but <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm trying to think when did I buy a guitar from them? It was a few years after that, actually, right? Okay, so that just shows you that it's definitely worth. Go into different things.
1: Well, I got an order recently, uh, last year actually, um, and the lady had met me five years previous to that guitar show and she'd been saving up ever since and then put her order in. So that's the thing I say to people, people always come up and ask anyway, um, have you had any orders today? And I think... Well, it doesn't really matter if it's on the day or not. I mean, you'll find out yeah. in a couple of years or
0: yeah.
1: five years um, what actually happens. And you get to meet new people. Exactly, yeah. You
0: know. um,
1: and I do set up some repairs as well, so even if it's just for a setup, people will pop their head in and just get a quick yeah. setup on the guitar. And uh, even that makes a lot of a difference.
0: So, so you find that the, the lucidity... Network in the UK is quite a friendly one.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're well, quite nice to each other. It's not competitive. <laughs> it's, I
0: mean, it's, I've found this over the years that guitar makers are always willing to help other guitar makers. Yeah,
1: yeah, no one really has secrets. Um, so it's if you ask a question, we'll usually answer. So, mm. um, and that's most of the time, especially with Adrian as well, um, because he's been. A teacher for so long as well yeah, i yeah. mean he's always passed his knowledge on um
0: i love that about it
1: yeah i don't think i'm quite at the age of uh wanting to teach just yet but it'll happen to me yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> what's your sort of output how many would you build in the year? Uh,
1: about 10 to 12 a year um the performance series i make a lot quicker than i do the studio series and the concert classicals um mainly because of the more decoration involved mm. Um, and then it depends on repairs that i get in sometimes i get a few big uh, hefty repairs in um, which take quite a lot of time
0: yeah it was pesky um, butler next
1: yeah <laughs> well, I, I, we were laughing out there earlier cuz i had a guitar in for repair um, which was actually originally nick drake's guitar oh, really? and uh, it no it was um, a nylon string and it okay. was his first ever nylon string um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this on tape because it's on the Nick Drake estate um, and it's theirs. Um, but it was inside, had no bracing whatsoever, and very thick soundboard, things like that. Yeah. And I thought, oh God, it's going to sound terrible when I put it together. But annoyingly, it sounded great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't know what I've been learning over the past 10 years, but yeah, it did sound good. Um, but yeah, I get a lot of repairs in as well. Um, but for me, my main focus is always on building
0: mm. guitars. And you tend to build one at a time or do you batch? It uh,
1: depends. If it's uh, the performance series guitars, usually one at a time. Uh, it just allows me to focus on that one, get it done quicker. Um, and then if it's the studio series or the concert class goes two at a time. Um, right. And I still have enough, my mindset is still on both there. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not great at working them out seven on a time. I couldn't <laughs> do that. That's no. Too much for me.
0: So you mentioned decoration there, you, you use a, a special substance, don't
1: you? Yeah, so I got into gilding a few years ago and really enjoyed doing it, and I just wanted to put that into the guitar itself. Um, and on the classical, um, you've got the gold rosette um, and gold on the tie block as well, and on the steel string, um, you've on the higher model, you've got the gold inlay as well. So it adds a, a little spark to the guitar, yeah, and uh, works quite nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't see many people doing it as well. Um, so wanted to incorporate it, and I uh, feel like it's a little bit of a signature for my guitars, really.
0: Mm. And would you say that your nylon or your steel strings, which ones out- outsell the others?
1: It's very, very even. Is it um, Yeah, it is very even. Uh, so I've just finished uh, the performance series here. Um, the one I'm making at the moment is a concert classical the one after that is another nylon but the one after that is a, another performance series so right. it's, it's like um, very even and that keeps my mind fresh as well um, otherwise I get a little bit bored yeah. um, so it's quite nice having the two to transfer in between
0: Excellent. Mm. I love your headstock design thank
1: you yeah, very, very simple Simple
0: minimal, um, classy.
1: and I don't like putting my name on things I think that's probably my classical guitar background. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, you can usually tell by the headstock shape anyway if it's one of mine. Um, In fact, (laughs) one of my guitars was on um, BBC on Glastonbury um, over the summer, and someone texted me and he said, I recognise the headstock shape. I was like, You've done well there, yeah, it's not even got a name on it or anything. And he texted me straight away. uh, Can you see who was playing it? It was Catherine Priddy. Um, she's a folk guitarist based in Birmingham Um, I did
0: watch her it was one of the little sets wasn't it
1: yeah and uh, she's touring with John Smith um, in a couple of weeks actually Right. Um, so they're worth going to see Um, but yeah Catherine's great so go check out I was quite
0: blown away I did check Mm. her out which probably means I did see your website yeah yeah
1: there you go so now it's all coming together excellent (laughs) Um, yeah she's been touring it round for uh, she's had it a year now um, and it's been out at gigs probably twice a week ever since and it's yes. doing great so
0: and that's a performance
1: um, yeah it's the one yeah. exactly like this but with yeah. uh, the non-cutaway um, and uh, yeah she loves it yeah so I, can't
0: I probably even mentioned it in my journal because I was watching all Glass and Resets yeah, yeah, yeah just after they came on on the iPlayer Oh brilliant oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's really good It's, it's all come together so It's been great to meet you Sam Thanks no, so much thank for you. sitting down Thank you very
1: much I Enjoyed
0: our conversation Cheers I look forward to having another re show Cheers Thank you See you later